Blog Talk Radio.
our scripture is found in Hebrews 6, the first verse through the 11th. I'll read it, and then in the third lesson, we'll, we'll recite it together every class. But let me read it for your hearing for today. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God of doctrines of baptisms and the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this, we, um, this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world have come if they shall fall away to renew them again to repentance, seeing that they crucify themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth the herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed receiveth a blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and barriers is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your walk, or your work, rather, and labor of love, which ye have showed and um, toward his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you show forth the same diligence of hope unto the end. Everyone say the perfecting, the perfecting. Process. 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 And I'll explain why I call it the perfecting process over foundation. Amen. But it's important that if we start in Hebrews chapter 6, we need to understand how we got to the 6th chapter and not started at the 1st chapter. All right? Now, Hebrews was written by an unknown author. Of course, it's been attributed, of course, to Paul. I've said that if you heard me speak um, liberating the faith, I gave a whole commentary on this, so I don't want to overly do it. But it was an unknown writer that was writing uh, a theme of the surpassing greatness of Christ, his superiority over the Old Testament system, over the uh, over Moses, over Joshua, over Aaron the priest, and the goal was to warn readers against the dangers of giving up the substance to which they have in Christ as a temporary shadow of the Old Testament systems. And the readers were admonished to go to maturity in their faithfulness toward the things of God and their heavenly callings. They are partakers of their heavenly callings. So in chapter 1, he, um, one of the things that I love about the book of Hebrews is that it's a legal document. It's a law case. It's proving why Christ is Christ. It's proving why he's Christ and why he's superior and why we follow him. Do y'all understand me? And and in that in that um, discussion, we get um, two chapters, chapter five, which begins this discussion on perfection, and and then in chapter six it concludes it that we are to go on, but it ends it with saying if God permits. And that's where I want to begin. Now I've given you the books that I use to study, and it doesn't matter how much you study. 
and how much you know the principles, if God doesn't permit you to go on to maturity, you'll never get there. Let's discover what um, what this scripture says, okay? Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. So this is a discussion on the doctrine of Christ. Key words in, this, in the book of Hebrews is better, which occurs 13 times, perfect, which occurs nine times, and heavenly, which occurs six times. All right? All right. So the scripture gives clear distinction by coining the phrase foundation. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation. Do you get what I'm saying? Amen. So, in other words, if you don't have this foundation in your heart, you can't go on. But then it also says, okay, it tells you what they are, repentance from dead works, faith toward God, doctrines of baptism, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. But verse 3 is the key. And this we will do if God permits. See, you can mentally ascend and intellectually understand concepts naturally. You can say, oh, I know, I know how to read. And I know these things, and if I get an understanding, I got it. No, no. <laughs> That's not what it's about. Because God, the Bible says the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither does he know them. So my understanding on this teaching is that it's impossible for a natural man to obtain the knowledge of God. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Because everything pertaining to God is spiritual. He draws you by his spirit. He leads you by his spirit. He tells you to be led by his spirit, to live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Right? So we are to approach the word of God and everything pertaining to God's word spiritually. And when we talk about terms like faith and repentance and, and um, the laying on of hands and, you know, like often one of the, the, the foundations that are often missed understood is the doctrines of baptism because people confuse doctrines with instructions so generally when i've heard it taught people have argued of how you get baptized that's not doctrine doctrine is not how doctrine answers the questions of why doctrine means teaching so what comes out of us getting baptized versus how we get baptized Okay, we'll talk about that a little later. That's, that's the sixth lesson. Amen. I just wanted to give you a little appetizer on where I'm going because you will, at times, if you are not steadily studying the Word of God, you will become confident in the wrong things pertaining to the Scripture and instead of the Holy Spirit growing you because you haven't, you haven't really reverenced the Word of God, you'll, you'll cap yourself. And that's what chapter 5 talks about. Amen. Now, the foundation here, the scripture gives distinction on the coining phrase foundation. Foundation being established is what is, uh, gives the call to perfection and then to change to go beyond the foundation. But if, you don't, if you've never established what the foundation is, you can't go beyond. That's why we've got to discuss what is that foundation. All right? And then the scripture tells us also in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 to take heed how we build upon the foundation. Right? So you got to be real careful about what you feed your spirit. You know, 
You got to be real careful how you hear the word. The Bible tells you, take heed, heed how you hear. You know, so we have to, I mean, those, those things, when it comes to the things of God, we should be very studious, very serious, very scrutinizing about what and why we believe what we believe. All right? Now, um, and if God permits, because, see, we want to get that approval for God to take us beyond the foundation. And you can walk with God for 50, 60, 70 years and never go beyond the foundation because God ain't never permitted you. That's, that's, that's what makes or breaks Christian experiences. Because a lot of times people try to exist in Christianity naturally. And you can't. You can't even understand what God really wants you to understand being natural. And, and that's why Bible study is so important. See, on Sunday, the preacher, you know, for instance, let's go back to the notebooks. You know, I told everybody to get a notebook. Now, Pastor, generally when you do a message, you study about a couple of days, right? About 12, at a minimum of 12 hours, right? A minimum of 12 hours. Now, how long do, do you preach on Sunday? About 30 minutes. So you got 12 hours of information going out in 30 minutes. You think you got it? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, we hear 52 times, at least 52 times a year. That's if we don't take vacation. That's just Sunday church attendance. <laughs> you know, and most of us, we don't even have a library that can go back and say what thus said the Lord. And, God, and, and, and the reason why is because we have not regarded the word as, as, so, as, as so, the Bible says, God places the word above his name, which means his character. He said that the words that I speak, their spirit and their life. Right? So everything regarding to the word it's given high priority. You know, we our pastor talked about it one time a few months ago that when the people would go write the scripture, they clean them their hands every time they made a mistake. They'd go out and clean themselves and then come back and rewrite it. Just if that, that's if they made a mistake. But then they also clean themselves every time they finished the sentence, every time they got a new sh- uh, sheet because they reverenced what they were preserving. And, and so the reason why I want this to be a supernatural class is because I want us to change how we regard the Word of God and how we receive the Word of God. You're not getting everything by not taking notes, by not having a system. You get what I'm saying? And you're not getting everything um, from the 30-minute teaching by itself. But the good thing is this church has been recording. A, a lot of churches don't even record. You know, so when... Somebody die or leave, we don't even know what to do because the spiritual dynamic of it is not preserved. You get what I'm saying? We're in a blessed church. You know, how often do we buy the tapes? Because we're not getting 12 hours in 30 minutes. At least we'll get the highlights of it, but we don't even get the highlights from just sitting and observing, because you don't remember everything that you hear in an environment. There'll be things that have been said and transmitted 
that go right across your head, not because you're trying to miss it, but just because there's a potential for you not to get everything that's, that's in the environment. So we have, to, we have to take heed how we build upon the foundation. And if there's no system of how we build upon our spiritual foundation, then our spiritual relationship with God maturing and, and growing into the things of God will be limited. And it won't be the devil. Do you get what I'm saying? Remember the parable of the soils? How do you prepare your heart to receive the word? That was the message in it. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The, the state of your reality is, the, is based on the state of your heart. That's why you can see Christians that got all the power and the potential to be exactly what God wants them to be. Never reach it. And miss, every, miss the potential that they have in God. Amen? See, when, when Paul was addressing the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he got irritated. Of course, it was an argument. I've been talking to the men in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and 2 um, about being men of the Spirit. The natural man cannot receive the things of God. That, that, that scripture sticks out to me when I go to approach anything spiritually. Because there's a lot of things that I can do with my flesh. And we have over time developed confidence in the flesh. But we're not to know no man after the flesh, and we're not to be led and driven by the flesh. Amen. Everything pertaining to God is spiritual. Amen? Amen? All right. So the plan of this teaching is to systematically affirm what should be core beliefs, common amongst believers. And as you talk to people, you'll find out things are not so common. And that's why Bible studies is good to have a communication link out there to make certain that you are getting what is, should be common to the faith. Amen? And um, uh, that's why I encourage preachers, you know, when we preach, to preach in series and to, you know, have our stuff together. So that way, the Bible says the Bereans went back and searched the scriptures to see whether the things that were said be so. You know, so we have an obligation um, to, to investigate on our own. You get what I'm saying? To establish our spiritual foundation. Psalms 11.3 says, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Philippians 2 tells us to work out our own salvation. So our spiritual foundation should be established on the Lord, on what the Lord taught and manifested, because these are the doctrines of who? Christ. Is Christ Jesus' last name? No. It's the Holy Spirit. So the doctrines of Christ are really what the Holy Spirit has revealed to you to work out in those principles. Do you get what I'm saying? So that way it's a process. Because we're developing in our walk with the Holy Spirit. Amen? All right. So our spiritual foundation should be established on what the Lord Jesus taught and manifested in his living. In a sense, we learn from the man, Jesus, who was led of the Spirit. Jesus didn't do anything until he was anointed by the power of the Spirit, who completed the plans of God for his life. So he is our ultimate teacher, and he is our ultimate example. He perfects us to do likewise. By the prompting of the Holy Spirit, I've entitled this course The Perfecting Process, emphasizing the concepts of, of those six foundations being six layers, you know, perfecting process. As we go systematically through, you'll understand exactly what I mean. I've entitled this first introduction The Philosophy. I know that sounds like a big word. It really isn't. 